you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I am Mike Garofalo alongside Super Bowl winning fullback Michael Robinson. What is happening, Mike Rapp? What's happening, GZ? You already know, man. It's Thanksgiving week 12, about to kick off. Let's get it, man. I'm ready, yeah. man. Mike Rob eats no turkey. Uh, he has his... No. Because he does, he's he's vegetarian. Even though he claims that he has always been vegetarian, even though he said in the past that he's vegan, he's denying <laughs> that. Regardless, here's it. So people have their Thanksgiving meal upstairs. Mike Rob downstairs doesn't even want to smell it. So that's no, I don't want to smell it. Don't prepare my vegetables next to all that flesh because it's not there you meat. Go. It's flesh. There you go. But that's not <laughs> what we're going to talk about here. That's the extent of the discussion about Mike Rob's uh, Thanksgiving dinner. We are going to talk about the other thing that's. Uh, uh, a major part of Thanksgiving, American football. Um, and and where we are in the NFL season here as we get into week 12. Um, let's start with the back end of week 11, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the, the Saints really could have pushed them the last couple of weeks. So could the mm-hmm. Panthers. But they gave them some breathing room. They gave them a chance to get right. Um, it had been two decades since Tom Brady lost three games in a row. So if anybody thought the Giants were going to pull off the upset <laughs> – uh, Tampa Bay uh, had some uh, a rude awakening for you and for them. Uh, what do you think? Uh, Tampa Bay uh, back in the kind of form that they need to be in, Mike Rep? No, they're, they, they're not. They played a bad New York Giants team. I didn't mm-hmm. sit – to me, if the Giants were a better team, that would have been a lot more contested game. Um, but – when you, oftentimes whoever wins the Super Bowl, you look back on that season and they win games ugly, right? Where they aren't playing their best, and at least they're fortunate enough to win those, win those games. I thought the defense played well. I thought the back in the secondary, you know, they're starting to get a little bit more healthy. Um, they're starting to come back, but uh, I feel like this uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team—they got to run the ball a little bit better. It seemed like last night, Jeezy. They were working on something. It seemed like they were working on the passing game. Tom Brady, I think he threw the ball like 46, 47 times. Um, but they have to be able to run the football. I think that's what's going to carry them once they get into the playoffs. Pretty incredible that they can have a preseason-like mentality out there where, hey, we're working on stuff. We're, we're, we yeah. know we're going to win. <laughs> or maybe, you know, almost like it's the outcome. the Giants, doesn't... man. They just fired their offensive coordinator. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, like, Jason Giants, Garrett. Man. Here's my take on Jason Garrett. Um to what it looked like to me, mm-hmm. he did get creative as or tried to get creative as the season went along and, and sprinkle some other things. But he started this season with a very basic mentality offensively that we're going to run things through Saquon Barkley and off of Saquon Barkley, kind of like we did with DeMarco Murray when he was the head mm-hmm. coach of the Dallas Cowboys. The problem is you didn't have the Cowboys offensive line. In fact, you had the opposite of that. And so now all of a sudden when they started to try to make some tweaks throughout the season, it, it, the philosophy wasn't there. It was almost like they were doing these things to try to do things versus actually building an offense around what we do well and who, where our strengths are. And hold, just, geez, let me, hold up, geez, let me stop you there. What the hell do they do well? Like, I mean, what do they do well? Like, well, that's they, my thing. 
they're, I, they're I paying think, Kenny I, paying Kenny Galladay almost twenty million dollars a year, and they're not getting him the ball. It doesn't look like they're designing things to get him the football. Like who's throwing it I, to him? Who's throwing it to him? My thing is, at some point, Daniel Jones has to be held accountable. But I can't he get does. a read. I can't get a read. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm like, I'm, I'm smashing my face. But, but, but that's the thing. You should be. You should have a read on him by now. You should. If you don't, why? I can't. Because for why? three years, the guy's been getting, and now it's been better lately. This offensive line has been mm-hmm. better lately. But for three years, he's been getting to the top of his drop, and he's already under pressure. Okay, so that was what I saw from Daniel Jones the first two years that he existed. And now it's an offensive coordinator that really didn't design things to make this guy successful. And so, I, you know, the Giants now, they don't have to make a call on him. You'd like to at this point get, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you've got our guy. We've got our franchise quarterback. Now let's do the contract extension. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, this is where you do it ordinarily. They can't do that right now, which is fine. No, hell you can no. play out another year and you can figure out where you are. You can even play out a year after that. There's no rush. But I'm just saying right now they've got two first-round picks next year. Do they want to use those, use them to go and get themselves a quarterback? package them together, go trade for it, whatever they want to do. I can't make that call now. I don't know what this guy is. Jeezy, be real, man. Daniel Jones ain't that damn good, bro. I mean, let's just keep it real, that would be, dude. If you made me make a call right now, that's what I would say. But, but I when, you, when you draft a guy in the top 10 like that, you expect him – to overcome certain things. The reason yeah. why you got the reason why you picked in the top 10 is because you ain't got across the offensive line. That's the whole point of it. You see what I'm saying? So when you made the decision to draft him number six overall, you were saying, I know we aren't a good team. I know we need, I know we got holes, but this guy can help fill them. He hasn't done that. So my thing is, how many more coaches do gotta get fired before they realize that it's Daniel Jones? And and, and one more point on this, and then I know we can move on. Yep. When I saw him jump into uh inner squad scrimmage fight this offseason, when I saw him do that, that's when I knew it was in trouble. That's when I knew the New York Giants were in trouble because this guy was still trying to prove himself to his team. Franchise quarterbacks don't have to do that. When I saw him jump at what? Man, every team I've been a part of, when there's been a big time fight. The franchise quarterback walks the other way laughing, drinking a Gatorade because he understands how important he is to the team and how important he is to us winning games. Daniel Jones thought that was important, so that's your take on Daniel Jones. Sorry, geez, I had to snap real quick. All good, I, and and I, I do agree with um, the one thing I did say, and I believe we talked about it here early in the season, is the one thing I wanted to see from Daniel Jones was some late game magic, some lifting the team, put the team on my back. That's what you do as a franchise quarterback. We still have not seen, seen that from Daniel Jones, not since Tampa Bay a couple of years ago when uh, when he uh, first he started. Left. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, the guy the guy last night is a completely different guy. Um, all right, let's let's talk about the teams that are on the up and up in the yeah. NFC. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of well, – listen, both conferences are really open. But, uh, the, the entire league is open this year, which is great. Yes, it it's is. It's going to make for a great December. It's going to make for a great January. It's going to make for a great February too. Um, so let, let's focus on the NFC off of that Tampa win. You know, if, if, if you had to make your pick, who's coming out of the NFC at this point? Because we know who you got coming out of the AFC. Maybe yes. we'll get to that yeah. in a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, who, who's your NFC team right now? Well, uh, You know um, – <clears throat> I'm going to go with Green Bay right now coming out of the NFC just because I, I, I like the style of, style of which they play. The defense is coming along. I know they just took an L to Minnesota, but I thought Minnesota needed to win the game more than Green Bay. So I just figured I, I took that into account when I picked that game last week. So mm-hmm. I knew Minnesota would get what would give them issues. But 
they have Aaron Rodgers, right? You have Aaron Rodgers, you have a run game, a running system that a, that a team has to defend, right? You're not just defending a player, you're defending a system. Then you have Devontae Adams, who is their special piece that they move around and the defense is coming along. So I would have to pick the Green Bay Packers, but I will say this. I am the most impressed by the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, right. Let's go right they're there. Winning, yep. Yeah, they're winning games with their backup quarterback. The defense is playing well. They can run the football. They can throw the football. And I just – you have to have depth in this league to win. And their their depth is playing out, and they're showing that they have not only just a great start in 22, they have a great 53, and it's showing, Jesus. What's stopping people – I mean, I, I want to make you speak for the whole, but you, you yeah. did pick the Packers. Yep. I don't know that I would take Arizona, and I don't even know the answer to this question. <laughs> What's stopping? I mean, is it the picture of Cliff Kingsbury sitting in his uh, living room during the draft two years ago? Is that what's stopping people? I can't think of a really good, solid reason why we don't just say, hey, Arizona, that's the team to beat in the NFC. Well, for me, it's more of I still haven't seen Kyler Murray, and maybe we never see him take the big hit. I seen him take one big time hit since he's been in the NFL, and that was against Seattle last year. And he won't the same after that hit. And then when he got healthy, he started playing well. You just you 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 have to anticipate at some point somebody gonna touch him. And I just haven't seen him fight through somebody touching him, uh, for lack of better words. And, that, and what I mean by that is him, you know, taking a sustaining a big hit. Uh, you know what so, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I, again, I and and I just. I, I think it is Cliff Kingsbury, and and maybe I just haven't been totally all in on this style of offense. Maybe that's yeah. it. They you do. Know? I mean, they're they're. I'm looking at the stats it's right now. They're, it's unique. Right. They're, they're ninth in rushing, um, and some of that is some, not as much of. He's only got 147 rushing yards. You got James mm-hmm. Conner and Chase Edmonds who have combined for 985 yards and 13 touchdowns on the ground. James Conner's just a touchdown machine. Well, he is, but you know what it is, Jesus? I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, please. I, because because when you look at their offensive line, they aren't a great unit. What makes them good is the scheme that goes around it that helps the fact that they aren't that good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just think that when, when you get to the playoffs and the, how these coaches, the defensive guys, you know, focus in, at some point somebody's going to make you play left-handed. I just don't know if the Arizona Cardinals can play a sustained brand of football left-handed. I don't know. Yep. Um, uh, Dallas, we got to mention Dallas because, you know, they, they tend to be a popular team. Um, <laughs> it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh performance it's been an up and down offense particularly I mean the defense played well up, mm-hmm. up and down offense the last couple of weeks and it's like just when you thought they were they were at that level just when they you thought that they're not just going to win a weak division but they're actually going to be a team to compete you got to show up in that game against the, the, the Chiefs and I, I just I don't know why they couldn't get now granted very shorthanded at the receiver position I get that but more to your point about depth there should have been enough there, and the quarterback mm-hmm. should have been able to make things happen. They just never did. Uh, your, your takeaway from Dallas after that game. You know what? I, when you watch the tape, it was – I mean, it was so obvious. They needed a playmaker on the outside, like, yeah. so bad. And to me, Michael Gallup, he's a classic X receiver to me, and that's really basically your the guy that's on the line of scrimmage, your classic split-in guy that mm-hmm. usually – goes deep and play on the outside, do the deep comebacks. He's not that dynamic guy that you move around in the offense, that you put at the X, you put at the F, you do different things with. 
That's C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper has that in his background. You just can't do that with him. And then I saw, you know, Cedric Wilson have some key drops on third down. So they just needed some guys to make some plays. And, you know, for the life of me, when I watched that game, I kept on saying, okay, is Kansas City really back? And I know we're going to get to the AFC. Is Kansas City really back? Or is this just a product of Dallas not playing well? And the more I look at this tape, man, it's just a product of Dallas not playing well, man. I think I'm just saying, Jeezy, I'm just saying. Yeah, what they only scored what nineteen points? Uh, well, I I I was you more know? saying that I was more saying that because of the defense. Because well, the defense played well, but again, if yeah. Dallas has some playmakers, if guys caught the football, I think yeah. we're looking at a different score and and a different opinion about that Kansas City defense. Yeah, uh, Kansas City's corners are starting to play better, which is just they enormous are. because I don't think we came into the season thinking that that was the strength of their team by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're getting that, and now all of a sudden that's helping up front, and up front is helping what's happening on the back end, now you got yourself a defense. So let's yep. see here because I'm a broken record. Spags' defense get get better as the season goes on. Uh, so, all right, so let's stay in the AFC. Do you do you want to talk about the Bills yet, or do you want to wait? You're hold up, I mean, we're going to do it. Hold up, before we go to the AFC, I got to ask you because you're clued on, on, on this just like I am. Okay? Talk Let's keep it funky, Jeezy, okay? Keep it funky. I know we on NFL media, whatever. Keep it real. I told you a couple weeks ago during a commercial break on Good Morning Football Weekend, my man Pete Carroll, he looks tired. Yeah. Remember I said yeah. that? I said, dude, man, something ain't right, right? Mm-hmm. You think this the beginning of the end for my group up there? If you're asking me if the battery of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are back yes. with the Seahawks in 2022, I would yes. say a – and this is not a report. <laughs> I know. you. The, you yeah, this is a 90 – I'd say 95. But 95 always seems to be a bad number, but it's in the 90s, okay? <laughs> Every time somebody says 95 as a reporter, it doesn't happen, and people never forget it. <laughs> it just doesn't – It. Just, I mean, this is this is the – Model of consistency. We did a segment uh, on Good Morning Football Weekend called What the Football that we do every year. Um, And we rolled it out this past weekend. And they were my What the Football team because I don't know who you are. You don't look like the Seahawks to me. I don't recognize you. Things just don't look the way that they have looked for the last decade. No losing seasons since 2011. And this team right now is three and seven, three and six. What are they? They're three and seven. seven. It's not good. Three and seven. seven. Um, And they could go on a little. Yeah, they could go on a little run here, but just it they've they look like they've lost their way. And this feels like Andy Reid at the end of his tenure with the Eagles. Um I, I can't see John Snyder without Pete Carroll. I just maybe because I've always seen them there together. Maybe that's worked the well. case. And they've yeah. worked well to be together. They have this kind of good yeah. guy, good guy, bad cop type of a deal. Yeah. I just can't see that organization without either both of them or zero or not, none of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, we very well may. And 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 it's interesting because, you know, I don't have any concept for who the next coach would be. I don't know what John <laughs> likes. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, and, and do you hire that head coach with the thought that he is going to come in and save the relationship with Russell Wilson? Or do you go mm-hmm. control off delete, hard reset here? I mean, that's oh, the that's really question, interesting. Man. And, and, and Russ has already made it clear through his past offseason that he had visions of moving on. Does a new coach in place of Pete Carroll solve that? I don't know. I think he may be interested in a in a in a yeah. in a fresh start himself. So really Agreed. interesting to watch the Seahawks as we get into the offseason. Okay, I, Bills. I would, yeah. Bills. You let's go to your Bills. Right. Um 
What the hell? Oh, dude. Dude, that, that, I was watching that game more pissed off. I was talking to my people on Twitter. I mean, me and Bill's Mafia, we have a great relationship. This is bad, man. This is bad. I thought Jacks, I thought the Jacksonville game was a wake-up call. That wasn't a damn wake-up call. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. To be physically beat up like that, I, I just don't think they were ready for what the Colts were, 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 were going to bring. And I think the Colts may be the most dangerous team in all of football right now. All mm-hmm. of football. Not just AFC, NFC. All of football because they know who they are. They have an identity. And uh, that running back, man, Jonathan Taylor, whoo, Jeezy. Dude can play football. They they physically beat up my Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, um, he's reverted back to some old habits. He's not taking the guy that's open, trying to force the ball downfield. Um, and what's happening is the fact that they don't have a run game is showing up. It's showing up. Uh, their offensive line, they don't play a physical brand of football. And then it just seems like when they do do pass pro, they just wait on Josh Allen to do something magnificent. Mm-hmm. That didn't win in football, Jeezy. That didn't win in football, and they can't they can't win over a sustained period of time this way. They just can't. I, yeah, and I I see they're starting to incorporate Matt Breida a little bit. Um, is is it more right? But is it more? Is I mean, what do you think the thought process is there? And is, is that something that could solve this? And and uh, I I, I think. I think that I think they understand that they aren't built to run the football. So when they do run it, they want to get more explosives. So the few times that they do run the football, they want to give Matt Breida an opportunity because the guy's so fast. I mean, think about this, Jeezy. Outside of Josh Allen, 11 called runs for the running backs last week. Mm. 11. Like, I know running backs who get that in a quarter. 11 in the whole game? Yeah. That's just not winning football. And you look at some of the some of the teams they're going to have to play in the AFC, you know, you talk about playoffs. I mean, Baltimore won a game with their backup quarterback, man. That like was, I was yeah. I was so happy for that dude, man. Like that they, yeah. they actually pulled out a win, man. So my Bills, I, they're in trouble, man. I'm scared for them. Yeah, I, I think that was the um under uh celebrated, underappreciated storyline of the week was the, the Ravens doing what they did and still winning a game. And yeah. I understand that they didn't beat the 85 bears. Um, <laughs> they beat the 21 bears. And hold up. This? Is this true? Yeah. Is this true? No, that, no, that, that, no. Hold up. No. Oh, you know what I was about to ask? I, of course I know what you're going to ask. It's Monday <laughs> or that's right, it's Tuesday. We're taping this. And this morning the report came out from a Pulitzer, everybody, because everybody's touting him as a Pulitzer winning journalist. Yes. Okay, great. But I it's like me covering football and all of a sudden reporting that, you know, COVID's going to be cured in two months. I, I don't know that. That's not what I cover. I don't, you know, I just so th- this guy's this guy's half being celebrated, half taking a beating by people in our business because it's like stay out of our lane, bro. And he reported that uh Nagy's been told you're coaching Thanksgiving and that's it no matter what. Which who would uh, coach for, that game? Yeah, I'll be out okay. today. Thank you for bringing that up. So I had NFL <laughs> research because I didn't get this till after NFL now went off the air. So yeah. I had NFL research look this up for me. And I said, can you find an instance of a coach being fired after winning a game? Not not <laughs> counting, obviously, the last game yeah. of the season, right? Season. But yeah. like middle of the season, wins a game and gets fired. There were three instances Two fired, really? one resigned. Okay. Dan Reeves uh, in 2003 with the Falcons. Uh, now, Arthur Blank, 
I, I guess Arthur Blank had just taken over. I'm not sure, but it was 2003. And Blank told him after the game, hey, we're, we're, we're going to make a move at the end of the season. We'd still like you to coach out the last three games. And Dan Reeves said, no, I'm out of no. here. Yeah, that's what uh, I would have did too. Right. Re- replaced by Wade Phillips. Um, and then the other two, Ray Perkins fired by the Buccaneers in 1990 after leading them to a win over the Falcons in week 13. Uh, Richard Williamson replaced him, went one and two as interim coach. I don't know the circumstances there. I do know the circumstances with Reeves. And then Bum Phillips resigned as the Saints head coach in 1985 after leading them to a win over the Vikings in week 12, replaced by the same guy that replaced Dan Reeves, Bum Phillips' son, (laughs) Wade Phillips. He took over and went one and three as interim coach. So it would be the fourth time and the first time since 2003 that a guy would be fired after winning a game. And look, they're playing the, the Lions. Maybe you're listening to this on Friday. Maybe they won. Maybe they lost. I don't know. But as we sit here on Tuesday, I think they win the game with Andy Dalton at quarterback. They should. They should. And I believe that uh, uh, Matt Nagy continues as head coach. And at some point, he's fired. I don't think he's back in 22. Well, I'm again, I, when I heard the report, I'm sitting here like, I can't wait to talk to Jeezy because why <laughs> the hell would anybody coach that game Thursday? If I know I'm yeah. fired after the game, I'm not showing up to work that day. I'm, it, I'm, I quit now. I was well, and, yeah, it, which when I read the report, I said, okay, this is going to be if they lose to the Lions, he's out. It was A, <laughs> he was already told he's out, which is not true. I mean, I checked on this and I was told it was, quote, ridiculous by somebody who would know. Um, and so that's one. And then two, um, you know, if if they win the game, you're at four and seven. You've got Fields coming back, a guy that you want your to be your franchise quarterback going forward. You know, his best shot to keep his job would be obviously winning games the rest of the way. But look what I'm doing with the quarterback. Let me continue with him. I can make him even better. Um, Again, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think you're going to see enough. I think he's going to like it. But yes, the notion that he's already been fired, uh, not true. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I know we got to get up out of here. I know we got to get up out of here. I just wanted to ask you about Jonathan Taylor. MVP yeah. should he be should he be in the conversation? I, here's okay. What we should do to the MVP award is change the V to an O and make it most outstanding player. Because as long as you and I are covering the league as it is right now, valuable, valuable, most leader. valuable player is always going to be the quarterback. I mean, and that and that's going to be the argument from people. Oh, take Patrick Mahomes off of the Chiefs. Take Lamar Jackson off of the Ravens. You know, the team's, okay, then it's always going to be valuable. Take Jonathan Taylor off the Colts. Absolutely, it hurts them, but they can survive yeah. better well, than if they – Well, yeah, because yeah. well because teams build offenses around the skill set of the quarterback. They don't yeah. always build it around the runner. Because of I the would, rules and because of how everything's exactly. set up. Yeah, it's – it's. I would so, put him in the MVP conversation. I would yeah. just because outside of Tom Brady this year, like – who else, what other quarterback really right now is playing so well that you talk about him every single week in the MVP conversation? There and, isn't one. Yeah, and, and Kyler Murray was in the conversation and missing three games certainly didn't Doesn't help, help his case, right? <laughs> exactly, I mean, man. I don't know if you can kind of pick up and I, I hate to penalize a guy for getting hurt, but uh, 
That's you know, part of it. Part of it is being available, though, Jeezy. I mean, if I was a if I was a voter, that would de- definitely be some criteria. Yeah. At least play, you know, most a lot of the games. You know what I'm saying? So and and yeah. Dak Prescott had a chance to stamp himself oh, in that conversation, man. and did and, he? And did not deliver. I mean, it's just it's Josh Allen is is struggling right now. Aaron Rodgers missed a game, and you know, I I, I I'd probably give Rodgers a shot right here. If you, if you ha- had me handicap it. The rest of the way, I'd say, all right, Rogers closes it out and becomes the first back-to-back MVP since uh, Peyton, would I believe. You, would you put Would you put Kirk Cousins into that conversation? Because he's sneakily having a great season. Now you know how I feel about Kirk. Okay, Kirk, to be Kirk, Kirk, Kirk blew some games, but he did beat Aaron Rodgers this past week, and he played well doing it. Well, he beat Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers left the field with the with, well, not with the lead, with the game tied after he tied it in like twelve seconds or whatever it was. Yeah, not, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> just yet. I can't just yet. I'll tell you what, though, I'm impressed with the Vikings and I'm impressed with Mike Zimmer because that that season felt like it was teetering. Yes, it it's did. It's a guy that we've speculated if he didn't win this year, he could be out. So. To get to the point where it was on the fence with their season, and for them to come back out and 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 start fighting again, I, I think is really I, I'm really impressed with them right now. I'm curious what they're going to see. I'm not going to pick them to do anything because every time I pick the Vikings <laughs> to do something, you know, like yeah. I remember a couple yeah. years ago we went into the playoffs and I had them as my, I had them in the the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. We had on Good Morning Football weekend pick your Super Bowl matchup, and I said yep. rematch of Super Bowl five Chiefs. Vikings. You did Chiefs, say that. Yep. Chiefs took care of business. Vikings lost in San Francisco. So I, I just <laughs> every time I say, "Oh, look out for the Vikings," so I'm the, don't look out for the Vikings. Close your eyes with the Vikings, and who knows? Maybe this will be the year that something happens. All right, cool. Is that a wrap? Is that it? It is. Uh, listen, it's a wrap, a wrap because man. you know the, the 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 spinach and the uh, the greens <laughs> and the carrots and the squash, whatever else. You, see, that's my. Pr- Listen, I appreciate the vegan lifestyle. I do. Vegetarian. And, and I think, vegetarian, vegetarian. Vegetarian, whatever. So, But here's my problem with the vegetarian lifestyle. When it comes to the big holidays and the big events throughout the year, nobody sits there and says, oh, man, I can't wait for my mom's celery bake. I don't even know. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, yeah, but nobody does that because we're programmed to like the flesh. So but if you're programmed that way, you're, of course it's going to seem odd and crazy right now. At some point, somebody, I don't know, says, I don't know, I couldn't think of a metaphor right now, but at some I point just, somebody says something that's true right now. I, You know, so? I can't sit here and think of the 4th of July and say, oh man, hand me a cold beer and a tofu dog. I just... I can't. Well, I wouldn't eat a tofu dog. No, <laughs> tofu has a lot of plastic in it, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, air, if you get some air fried uh, Brussels sprouts, I'm telling you, Jeezy, it will. It's the best thing you've ever, best thing you've ever tasted. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I'm so serious, man. Oh, I'm God. telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Get you some air fried Brussels. I can't even do the clothes. I'm laughing so hard. I'll tell you what, it's all man. Good, man. I, it sounds they sound delicious. Air fried Brussels sprouts sound delicious to be next to something else. You know what I mean? That's no, no. Put a no. Put a little Parmesan cheese on it again. Oh. Cheese is while I'm not a vegan. There you go. Why. That's yeah. it. That's All right, Mike Rob. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for football. Everybody, um, we wish you all the best this ha- this Thanksgiving week and, and weekend. 
Um, enjoy your football and enjoy each other. I mean, it's been a year and a half of being apart. If you can be together, if you're lucky enough, enjoy it. And uh, we wish you all the best here at Total Access, the locker room. So thank you for tuning into this episode. For more insight with a locker room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.